Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Our so-called progressive friends say the household needs, quote, survival checks. In fact, they believe a family of five should have to earn $350,000 before the spigot of government money would stop entirely. Socialism for rich people. That's what Speaker Pelosi and Senator Sanders have sketched out. A terrible way to help those who need it. You know, in terms of those establishments, uh, we're going to be strict. Um, 10 o'clock is 10 o'clock, and um, fines will be exacted if you think you can uh, skirt this just because it's New Year's Eve. I can put in place lots of rules and edicts and penalties. Fines, rules, and edicts, and penalties. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's (laughs) Eve. Happy New Year's Day. I like to say out with 2020. Yeah, down with 2020. Bring on 2021. My goodness. I do think that that there were a lot of negative things about 2020. I'm going to go out on the ledge. Bold take. Mm Mm-hmm. Bold take. What was was a really good thing about 2020? Um, well, our chickens, mm, little Jerry. Yeah, well, ask Zippo, <laughs> ask Zippo about that. Um, <sighs> yeah, well, little Jerry Callahan. Uh, we've been well, you know, the podcast, the podcast listeners, the people we get to talk to now. It's fun mm-hmm. and uh, friends, and it seriously, it's so fun. Our burn barrel Twitter friends are the best people on Twitter. Who is it? Is it Tim? Who made Tim, it? who made a uh, burn barrel uh, hard cider. God bless you. I'm telling you, that is, <laughs> you want to impress brilliant. Tom Shattuck, you have done it. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Oh, what is going on in the world? Okay, we'll start here. We'll try to have some fun today, Alice. Uh, you know, come on. 
So what you heard in the open. Our so-called progressive friends say the household needs, quote, survival checks. In fact, they believe a family of five should have to earn $350,000 before the spigot of government money would stop entirely. Socialism for rich people. That's another doublespeak politician Washington weasel beltway uh, way of saying no money for you. It's the 600 right. bucks is it what it's going to be? McConnell's playing pure politics and that's just about over. The new Congress starts Sunday at noon. So um mm-hmm. you can put that to bed for a while. It sucks. Our politics our politicians are awful. We vote them in again and again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. And so we this is we get what we pay well, for. And I think with McConnell playing this game, uh, I think that those two Georgia Senate seats are possibly done because yeah. McConnell's on the ballot. This is that's control of the Senate hangs in the balance here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're voting, if you're going in the voting booth and you're in Georgia and McConnell's saying this as you head into the weekend, who do you think you're going to pull the lever for on Tuesday? You know. I still maintain. I think Purdue has a better chance than Leffler at staying there, but that. But I it's just. It's not looking good. And, uh, it's, and, it's not looking and, good for either of them, frankly. And I don't. Who's going to know helps. to split the ticket in in Georgia? <sighs> Nobody's going to know. No, it's not looking. Well, good. some people it's might good. remember that Kelly Leffler sold all her stock and then bought video conferencing software. Yeah, but they've got right Purdue in. being a you know growing his four hundred one k too. They're really hitting. Ossoff has got some very vicious ads out there. Yeah. It's it's a really ugly race, but there's. They, they're being outspent, too. The Republicans are being outspent. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of money behind the Democrats down there. I, I, I don't know. And there's already Twitter videos of voting irregularities in this. Right. Uh, just freaking Did you whatever. see people yelling at Kurt Schlechter on Twitter today? No. About it? He told them there's no Kraken. No, really? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. He said, you know, of course there's irregularities. There's fraud. He's like, I caught covid Going down there and fighting fraud to try and fix this. He's like, it's, there's a possibility that something changes in the long run, but this isn't going to be resolved by January 20th to put Trump back in there. There's no cracking. This isn't happening. And uh, people are not pleased. Yeah, I talked to a gentleman today on the phone. During I was on with uh, on the Todd Feinberg show, and I am... I talked to a gentleman on the phone who really, I, I understand. He said, you know, we do, he said, conservative Republicans, Trump voters, we are in this country the producers, the people that work hard and produce. We're not the people that simply don't pull the wagon, just ride in the wagon. Mm-hmm. We do all this stuff. It's not right. It's not right that the other side gets to steal an election. It's not right. So it's unfair. And why should we have to take it again and again? That's why I want the senators to go in and work with Pence and convince Pence to throw the entire election out. And he said, it's not right, it's not right. And really, the guy was just emoting. He's he's feeling pain mm-hmm. from losing the election and the unfairness of it all. And it is unfair. Mm-hmm. Elections elections are dirty things. Mm-hmm. Democracy is dirty. Right. And this that we're taught anywhere that it's clean. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is a vicious game. But yeah, the just totally unaccountable mail-in voting is a mess. You have no way to know if people are cheating. Um, and... And, I mean, the media sat on the Hunter Biden story and big tech stifled it on purpose in the days leading up to the election, which is really pretty shocking. But at the same time, I mean, like the states certified the elections. They put forward their electors that they picked. I mean, they don't have to even hold an election, technically speaking. They can send presidential electors to Washington 
on the basis of a mud wrestling contest if they want to. You know, there's no there's no rule. And they certified the election results. They sent the electors that they sent. And that's that. And, um, you know, I... I don't have a really big problem with Josh Hawley objecting. Do you realize that there have been Democrats have objected to the certification of electors? No. For every Republican president in the last 20 years? No. For Bush, both times, people did, including like Barbara Boxer. This is like mainstream people objected to the Bush electors. And, um, and you know, Pelosi approved of it with Bush, too. And in 2016, a bunch of people in the House objected to the electors, too. Like, whatever. So let Josh Hawley. Why did they get to object to electors whenever a Republican wins, but it's somehow the end of democracy if Josh Hawley does it. Good. It's- and then I'm for it if, the, if that's it. I mean, but I do understand how Trump fans and, you know, younger, if, especially mm-hmm. if this is your first go around, but I understand how it seems unfair because it is, is unfair. You know, the, mm-hmm. the media, the elite media is everywhere. You know, 90% of the media is run and owned by progressives. Right. And, and a lot of them are really stupid progressives. And a lot of them are just clueless, and a lot, a lot of them are not clueless, but are activists. Mm-hmm. A lot of them think that they're actually down the middle because they don't know anybody, right? You know, they only know they're in the middle of they know ultra liberals and hyper progressives, and you know they think well, that's conservative and liberal, so they they don't know. A lot of them are clu- a lot of them, believe it or not, think that they were fair to Trump. Well, we were just called out lies. We weren't weaponized against him whatsoever. Right. One thing we're not is the opposition. We're not the opposition party. We are just trying to get at the truth. When you see um, entire media companies essentially exist to tear down Joe Biden, is there an equivalent to that on the left tearing down Trump? Uh, There there really isn't. No, there's nobody on the left tearing down Trump in the media whatsoever. We're now looking at the worst president in American history. The worst president in American history. The worst president in modern history. This era we're in with Donald Trump, it's like the gates of hell have been opened. We thought Emperor Nero was wrong to fiddle as Rome burned. This guy's worse. (laughs) He's been an abomination. What a poor excuse for a president. This moral monster. What a poor excuse for a man. What a pathetic, sniveling little man our president is. What a poor excuse for a human being he's unfit to be human no i'm sure biden will get the same exact treatment homicidal negligence of the president of the united states there is death after death after death that is on the president's watch he has blood on his hands our president has blood on his hands blood on his hands rivers of blood on his hands. rivers more people are rivers dead of blood and dying in america tonight because Donald Trump is president. Exactly right. And the, the people he likes to kill the most. All right, so today the question being asked, is President Trump a racist? Is President Trump a racist? We have a racist president. We have a racist as a president. We have a, a man-child who is deranged and racist in this office. You don't have a president. There was a time when a news anchor, a pundit, or a reporter would be careful with their world, words because people hear them and will react to their words. Mm-hmm. And people could get upset and anxieties could be heightened, which I believe they have been. And as you said, talking about exterminating right. Latinos. It almost feels like a little... <laughs> Wait, when did Trump say Little known policy point, uh, <laughs> exterminate the Latinos. What? Jesus. Who thinks that stuff? Ethnic cleansing is going on in the United States right now. People say, well, I'm not sure President Trump is racist. Well, racist is as racist does. No, he is. Sign the uh, First Step Act. That's what a racist would do, is uh, release a lot of young black men from prison. He's a racist. He is a racist. Can we just say it once and for all? Anyone? Yeah. To, we'll, no we one's just, tried that This before. once, we'll just say it, right, guys? Everybody prepare yourselves. Get in crash position. I'm going to be the one to say it.
who is in that White House and who is supporting him is complicit in their racism as well. To people who look like me, it's about imminent danger. When I see the Make America Great Again hat now, Chris, I am triggered. I'm so triggered. Ah. This Make America Great Again hat is just as maddening and frustrating and triggering for me to look at as a KKK hood. This president, Donald John Trump, has instigated a race war in America. When he said today, America first, it was not just the racial, I mean, the, no. I should say racial, the Hitlerian uh, background to it. America first. It's not just racial. Racial That doesn't cover it all. You know, mm-hmm. he's also a huge genocidal, fascistic, anti-Semite, a murderous, uh, eugenics, uh, fascinated, uh, slaughtering butcher as well. Racist is just a little too narrow. Is really white America first. That is just the emboldening of white white bigotry by a white nationalist, white supremacist presidency. It carries with it overtones from the 1930s. The words themselves carry very ugly echoes in our history. I was going to say that. But then again, are are those really his words? Does he have control of his own mind? Is it appropriate to ask whether the president is having difficulty with rationality? It's it's crazy what we're watching. All these thinking Columbia grads, they're very intelligent. They're concerned. I I don't want to do this, but I think it's... It's time to ask some tough questions. Every day. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. People in European governments think that Trump has lost his mind. It is possible that he's m- mentally ill in a way. It's almost like being in, 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 in the ward of a, of a mental hospital half the time. We're, we're getting the ramifications. They would know, by the way, or should know. <laughs> um, as a nation of what happened. He's the crazy one. They're the ones saying this to watchers, viewers, and listeners who take their words with mm-hmm. some value. They're the ones doing this, this song and dance. I mean, how panic. long How long can they do it for? I mean, now, well, Trump's going to leave. So I guess that, like, once oh, Trump leaves, yeah. will the will the tone calm? Will they admit that they were wrong, that he was going to take over and Funny start Nazi Germany? you should Nazi ask that Germany? question, Alice uh, Shattuck. By the way, Jane Hillary Shattuck will be making <laughs> an appearance tomorrow. On a special burn barrel watch along special, mm-hmm. special tomorrow. Jane and Caroline, is she coming? Mm-hmm. Caroline's coming. Caroline, we won't give her last name, mm-hmm. but um, they will be here tomorrow. There, they were a big hit last time. There will be a live screening for the first time. Alice and Jane and Caroline for their first time ever. Ever will be watching the classic '80s uh, movie Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time ever, and you'll get a, a glimpse into how the millennial mind reacts to Gen X, uh, you know, uh, violence porn. <laughs> sounds, uh, well, sounds those are all weird. the keywords, actually, that, that probably weird. will get caught up in uh, in the, the cloud and attract people. But yes, they will be watching again. Uh-oh. We Uh-oh. Have a, oh, Uh-oh. Jesus. Invasion. Oh, it's really strong. Well done. Wow. We've got a two-year-old here. You know what? Before I start, you know So off of what Alice was just saying, just seconds ago, there is a new, um, Victor Davis Hanson says, has a new um, a new um, column out. And it exactly talks about the world that we lived in for the last four years versus the world we are about to live in. So, you know, we just played this audio, all this stuff with the press going nuts and yelling and Trump, Hitler, psychotic and all that, all that stuff. And remember, that was every day of the last four years. That's what it has been. Just compare that to the press 
Now, at the even at the thought of the incoming Biden administration and how giddy they are. Talk about Joe Biden's empathy and humanity to talk about diplomacy being back. Can you imagine? They're ascribing to him all of these traits. They have no right as journalists to use words like empathy and humanity. Oh, my God. This is absolute editorializing. It is all an implicit rebuke of Donald Trump's foreign policy stewardship over the last four years. That's right. And in just saying... Yamiche Alcindor, uh, PBS, your tax dollars at work right now. That they're going to do their jobs and um, be good stewards of America's role in this world and um, focus on American diplomacy. That in and of itself... Um, being a rebuke of President Trump is uh, underscores what we've been all been living through in the last four years, which is a president who. What we've all been living through in the last four years, me and all the reporters and all the people I know, we've all lived through this horrific time. What you say that there's other people out there who feel differently? Oh, those must be the people in Walmart. Those must be the trashy people elsewhere. No, no. Me and all the important people. We're, we've lived through something very unpleasant. Wanted to be more isolationist, who wanted to pull back. Um, what we saw today, I, I, was, I was sitting in that room in Wilmington, um, I was thinking about the fact that Joe Biden, in some ways, first supporters, is fulfilling the promises that he made on the campaign trail. He said he wanted to have a cabinet that looked like America. And there were people there on that stage, of course, talking about all of their different accolades and their experience, but they were it also was talking awesome. about their families. It was awesome. And we didn't question one of them. Go ahead, Joe. Yes, we'll accept it. Shovel, whatever you'd like. We'll accept it. Yes. Okay. Who survived the Holocaust, who survived coming from Cuba and fleeing communists, who talked about um, having gumbo diplomacy, cooking food, cooking Southern food as, as the mm-hmm. United Nations. It was awesome. You should have been there. I was in the seventh row. The ambassador was saying um, all of those things are what America is yeah. about. It's just melting pot. So- all of those things are what America is about, she says. Other thing I'll just say is I was talking to a Democrat who just said this also felt like the Avengers. It felt like we're being rescued from this, this <laughs> craziness that we've all lived through from the last four years. And now here are the superheroes to come and save us all. And I thought that's perfect. It is the superheroes saving us. That's right. The bad people are all leaving now. And the good people who don't know how to lie are coming in. The good people who have humanity and grace, they're coming in. Ah, I can't wait to tell their story to all the influential uh, people who work hard every day. I'll tell them my version of how wonderful it is. Hopefully Joe Biden, who's absolutely not at all in debt to China at all, hopefully Joe Biden will be able to resist the powerful influence of uh, Vladimir Putin. The president is a Russian operative. America's president sided with its enemy today. That sounds like the description of a bad Hollywood screenplay, but it is Real. No president has ever been charged with treason, Douglas. Do, do you believe the president's actions fall anywhere within that definition? And feel free to say yes. That would be treason, right? The spirit of what Trump did is clearly treasonous. To believe that the president isn't compromised requires yes. such a leap of faith. All he had to do was not, you know, put on jammies and crawl under the covers with Vladimir Putin. And he couldn't do that. The biggest winner, Vladimir Putin. He basically took over the United States and got himself a Manchurian candidate. What does Putin have on him? What does Putin have on Trump. What does Putin have on him? What, what does, does Putin, Putin have, have on Trump? Trump? We don't know, I think, if Putin is his handler, his hero, or his co-conspirator, but that's obviously where his loyalty lies. By the way, that audio is from the Media Research Center. I didn't. I went out and got their stuff, but they put it all together. Um, incredible. Incredible. Yep. 
Putin must absolutely own him. I mean, that's why Trump went and sanctioned a bleep load of Russians. That's why Trump uh, Trump armed the Ukrainians to the teeth. That's why Trump killed a bunch of Russian mercenaries in Syria. Direct battle against Russian mercenaries in Syria. That's why he did all that stuff, because he's in Putin's pocket. Uh, Victor David Hansen. Did I read this already? But that's all over now, of course, because Biden is is um, is going to be president, and now the world recalibrates back. The polls uh, reverse, and we go back to a new setting for everything. Here's Victor Davis Hansen. After November third, the meaning of some words and concepts abruptly changed. Have you noticed how new realities have replaced old ones? Media cross-examination of the president is now an out-of-date idea. The time for gotcha questions has come and gone. Why ask a president whether he's a traitor or a crook when you can focus on his favorite flavor of milkshake or compliment him on his socks? The old pre-election truth was that the old pre-election truth was that new vaccines take years to develop. The new post-election truth is that it's no big deal to bring out new vaccines in the nine months. Impeaching a first-term president after his first midterm election on a strictly partisan vote for political reasons other than the Constitution's treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors is now a terrible idea. Worse would be to appoint a special counsel to harass a president on unfounded charges of collusion with China. An even scarier notion would be a conservative dream team of partisan lawyers hounding President Joe Biden using a 22-month, $40 million blank check. Now it, would be un now it would be unprofessional for university psychologists and physicians from a distance to diagnose in pop fashion the mental faculties of a President Biden. Certainly there would never be talk about Department of Justice officials contemplating wearing a wire as part of an entrapment scheme to remove a President Biden through the 25th Amendment. That would almost, never, that would almost constitute a coup attempt. Almost as bad would be for the holdover FBI director to start memorializing his private conversations with Joe Biden on FBI devices. He might then leak such memos to the press, just in case he were to be fired for secretly investigating Biden for Chinese collusion and then lying about such a probe. Uh, little piece of... Um, Continue. Leaking classified material would be about the worst thing government officials could do. Imagine if a Trump holdover burrowed into the new Biden administration, released a transcript. I like burrowed. Imagine if a Trump holdover burrowed into the new Biden administration, released a transcript of Biden's private conversations with the Mexican president or the Australian prime minister. Such a breach of trust would be almost as bad as a turncoat anti-Biden mole seeking to resist presidential directives. Imagine if this anonymous staffer were given an op-ed in the New York Times to claim that a cadre of old-time Democrats were shocked by Biden's cognitive decline in resisting his directives. Is extending security clearances to former high-level officials turned cable, cable TV pundits still a bad idea? Who would wish to see, for instance, former Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe issuing warnings each night on Fox News? 
With a wink and nod and hat tip to his confidential sources, Ratcliffe could spin conspiracy theories that Biden is facing bombshell disclosures about his family misadventures with the Chinese. Apparently after, not before, an election is the proper time to announce critically important news. Is it still important that we keep the tradition of retired, high-ranking military officers, all subject to the requirements of the Uniform, military, uniform Code of Military Justice, not disparaging the president? Who would want former Pentagon officials, some of them serving on the boards of military contractors, warning us that Biden should be removed because of cognitive challenges? Certainly, generals and admirals should not compare a President Biden's policies to those of Mussolini or the Nazis. At least dark money no longer exists. The old idea of right-wing billionaires pouring money into candidates' political campaigns was supposedly a dangerous practice. It would be far more civic-minded for left-wing billionaires to pour hundreds of millions of dollars into the coffers of nonpartisan state bureaucracies entrusted with guaranteeing the sanctity of national elections. And apparently after, not before, an election is the proper time to announce critically important news, like the rollout of a safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine, like a $900 billion stimulus package, like a revised upward Fannie Mae uh, report on the economy, like the ties between a Democratic member of the House intelligence community and a suspected Chinese spy, like a, like a federal, federal investigation of Joe Biden's son and his possible profiteering with rich Chinese elites affiliated with the Chinese government. Of course, before the election, none of this happened. After the election, it all happened. To keep track of our brave new American world is easy. Just consider everything said to be bad by the animal farm media before November 3rd as good now. And remember that everything said to be good two months ago is now actually bad. Great Victor Davis Hanson. Absolutely right and brilliant as usual. I'm sorry I'm unable to read. That was part of the problem with my 910 SAT. I was also distracted. I was um, fatigued. Like, um, who's our guy? Um, who's the guy in the Patriots? Who's the Patriots QB? Do you know? Um, uh, Colin Firth. Uh, who is he? Uh, Ned... Who's like a Patriots QB? Um, God dang it. He's not good. Um, Patriots quarterback. I know those of you who know this answer, especially guys, want to punch me in the head right now. And I don't blame him. Cam Newton. Yes, I knew it all the time. Cam Newton. But it's all going to happen. The media, they've gone... They're going, bye-bye. They're going. They're done. They did their job. And now they will go. And there's not going to be any need, need for them to rile. And then, you know, the media last time, for the last four years, media and concerned um, healthcare professionals, as a matter of fact, concerned uh, pundits, concerned citizens and politicians, all were very concerned about the heightened anxiety in the country. There was a heightened anxiety. What's with the heightened anxiety? Do you guys know at all what's going on? I don't know. Why is it so heightened? Trump and some of his allies are promoting a hate movement against the American press. He is really trying to incite violence against reporters. How else can you interpret mm. it? If he could arrest us tomorrow, let me ask you a question. Do you think he would arrest us tomorrow? Because if you say he wouldn't, you're just lying to yourself. Well, if you say he wouldn't, maybe you're saying it because although you call him an authoritarian, 
he didn't arrest any of you. Trump's authoritarian tendencies are on full display. Donald Trump is an authoritarian of the first order. A increasingly- What a crappy authoritarian. Never went and arrested all the people who were dissenting. The authoritarian president who is a danger for all of us. The right-wing media's dear leader. Toxic dear leader. Wannabe dictator. Dime store slurring Mussolini. The Trump administration has been- That is, um, Ellis from Die Hard or Steve Schmidt, you may know him. Copying the wrong Korea. Open your eyes, America. Open your eyes. We are teetering on a dictatorship. Authoritarian leaders tend to get real. These are dumb people. They wear nice suits and they get to go into the studios of CNN and other places. But these are dumb human beings. Elected because they are willing to improperly abuse the power of the government they control to keep themselves in power. This would be the end of America. If this is what we're going to be, this won't be a democracy. That's a monarchy. He's functionally. A Why are people so tense and nervous? I don't understand. Why are people running around and throwing lawn signs up every 10 minutes now to displaying how good they are and that even though Trump is going around trying to exterminate certain races in the country, you're safe here, just so you know. I realize that Trump and the exterminators are in, are in uh, power now, but you're safe. My home is a safe home for you. All lives matter at my home. Hate has no home here at my home. I mean, I can't speak on behalf of the, the 70 people who voted for Donald Trump, but at my home, hate has no home. Maybe, but the next door, it doesn't have a lawn sign, by the way. Maybe hate has a home there. Hmm. <laughs> Monarch. I want to start using the word fascist. Yeah, he's a fascist. And if yeah. the party nominates uh, Hitler, you're going to vote for him? Many tendencies like Adolf Hitler. Yeah. I said it, throw me off the air. Increasingly, Donald Trump is turning this nation into Nazi Germany. Does this look like Germany in 19... What history of Nazi Germany have they been reading exactly? Was it the robust economy? Was it the, uh, the, the outreach to minority communities, criminal justice reform? Is it the close relationship with Israel? I don't know exactly what they're talking about here. 33? We're getting close. That is exactly why Donald Trump is compared to Hitler. I, I hate comparing Trump to Hitler because Hitler could concentrate for more than 30 seconds and had normal-sized human hands. Trump no doubt learned from any number of authoritarian leaders over the last 90 years. Ataturk, Franco, Mussolini, Stalin, and Hitler. Do we know who Ataturk is? I don't know that I know. I bet you, oh, I'll ask, we'll ask Alice. Let me write this down so when she comes back, we can spring it on her. Hopefully she won't know. Ataturk, Ataturk. Why am I getting Google pop-up messages? Ataturk, Ataturk. We'll see if she comes back and can answer this question. Oh, look who's back. Hi, Ataturk. Hi. I made it. Please, have a seat. I have a quick question for you, Alice. Uh-huh. When you're ready. Da, 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 da. Make sure your cameras. Uh... Okay. By the way, live viewing tomorrow night. Screening of Roadhouse with uh, three millennial women. I don't know, Alice. You've got thirty and three. I would say. Or... I am a millennial. Are you? And, and Jane is how old? It starts in eighty-three. How old is Jane? Jane is twenty-nine. How old? Caroline's twenty-nine too. I think so. Yeah, they were in the same grade at school. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> Alice, are you, the mm -hmm. audience wants to know, 
Are you familiar with a gentleman called Ataturk? Mm-mm. Ha-ha! Well, too bad for you. Because Ataturk, unfortunately, I have to play this whole thing again to get to it. Hmm. Just terrible. Phil, for a second, Alice, I'm going to have to figure this out. Um, I'm excited to watch Roadhouse with our listeners. What's that free, never free audio um, program? Creative Commons? No, free audio program that people use. It's like a, a crappy version of Adobe Audition. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know the last stuff. Because I have it. I just need to be able to open it to play the Ataturk thing. I don't know. That's okay. I want to see. Ataturk. <sighs> Mustaf Kamil Ataturk, former president of Turkey. Okay. Field Marshal, Revolutionary Statesman, author and founding father of Republic of Turkey, serving as a... Is he a jerk? Ataturk? Is Ataturk important? Well, anyway, Trump's Ataturk. So, you know, in Hitler. Okay. We'll so they're coming tomorrow to watch, to hang out, and to watch Roadhouse. We will ask them about their lives. Mm-hmm. Again, we have met their... Uh, no, no, Caroline is available. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we have met Jane's boyfriend since. Mm-hmm. And, um, I and- think she can do better. What? <laughs> this is public, dude. Does he listen Wow, to you it? sound like, you know who would have said that? Ataturk. Ataturk <laughs> would have said that. I'm protective of my sister. So, uh, well, we'll ask. So, anyway, if you have questions to send in, yes, please ask. Send us questions um, about either about Roadhouse or just about millennial life in general. Yep. You can ask any personal question to Jane, Alice, or... I'll be screening the questions. Or Caroline. They might not all link it through. Hey, send them to me on Twitter. I'll get them. <laughs> I will ask the questions around here. So we'll probably do a, a brief pre-interview, screen the movie, and do a post-interview to see how they... What they thought of it, and if they apologize for being millennials and admit that uh, Generation X was a lot better than it. Although we were terrible, too. It, it, it is better. So you obviously. think Roadhouse is going to prove to us that Gen X is a better generation? I'd, li- I'd like to see how it affects you because there are things about it that you don't see now that you might like. That I mean, it was for the time a little over the top. <laughs> um, and it was <laughs> it was at the time there were some cliches and things in that movie that, that should that were just should not have made it off the script. But but some of them were new cliches. So many people who saw it thought wow this is really cool the like, like pain don't hurt not just pain don't hurt i mean that was dalton is is has a pain threshold that very few <laughs> humans Ataturk had a similar threshold but very few <laughs> humans have that kind of pain threshold but there's other stuff that uh, dalton had hmm. that he w- had uh, mentioned you know what i wish that you had been here because i would have had you read victor davis hansen column. i heard you kind of from the other room the problem is i'm not good at reading <sighs> maybe you should do it more I should have did more reading. Else. They say that practice. I don't. I do. I don't read out loud in front of people. I read stuff. I do. I got a computer. I got. I look at pictures. <laughs> oh. Do you need to start using the um the feature they now have on lots of articles on lots of websites where they you click the play button and they read you aloud the article? I would love that. Actually. They have that. No, I know. There's a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, topics people use. I'm sorry, a bunch of things people use for it. Um, oh, crap. Rapper MF Doom has died at 49. Oh, no. Did you know his work? No. <laughs> uh, I did not. But that's young for anyone to die. That's too bad. Yeah. Um, so, Alice, 
what are your uh, what are your hopes and dreams for twenty twenty and one? Hmm. Um. I don't know. I mean, just general improvements. Just you know, cleaner house, doing mm. more stuff with the kids, less TV on, things like that. I guess. Pray How about self improvements? Any self improvements? Um, I'd like to pray more. All right. This has been a tough year for going to church too. I'm gonna do more of that. Um, we could possibly stand to keep our house a tiny bit cleaner. I think, just a smidge. Yes, I would say so. <laughs> right now, there's like ten rooms in this house. The, the One public and a half of them can, see. See, can be seen by the public. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that's, I mean, but I don't know. After 2020, I don't like to make a lot of uh, predictions, you know? What a year, Alice. What a year. Yeah. I mean, I know it's obviously been a very hard year for a lot of people. Uh, that being said, it's certainly been interesting. And like I say, we uh, the Burn Barrel podcast started in 2020, so it can't be all bad. And we've been having fun, and, you know, I personally have not had a really terrible year. I mean, we've been hit a bit financially and stuff, and have some stresses and stuff like that, and the kids home all the time, and things, it, you know, it's the same things everybody's going through, but, but personally, us, I think we've been really fortunate in a lot of ways, and... Um, we've had a really fun year in a lot of ways. I'm really thankful. I don't see, unless there's an open civil war, I don't see how the country gets any dumber or behaves any worse. I don't see how it's mm -hmm. possible. Too many people have access to too many ways to be dumb at in too large a number. Mm -hmm. And that is a problem. So, I mean, Twitter is just, it's just trash. It's dumb throwdowns of nothingness it doesn't mean anything everybody's a jerk everybody doesn't nobody really absorbs what the other person writes it's just all about offense oh yeah you know, it's listen, a war how do i say f you you know it, how do i go after you the mm -hmm. worst possible way i can even though i'm not sure who if you're the enemy but you have some telltale signs that might be the enemy so here i'm gonna go and try to ruin you and this and that and mm -hmm. jesus god so monotonous after a while oh <sighs> I'm on Todd Feinberg, by the way, tomorrow, Alice. Again? 3 to 6, Prime Meridian. Todd Feinberg, WTIC 1080, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Will that be your fifth day in a row? It will. Wow. Yep. Reminds me of the great Atatar, who did a week's uh, worth Atatürk? of... Atatürk? Atatürk. Is Atatürk from Turkey? That's what you said. Wow. Who knew? <laughs> who knew? But anyway, we'll see what happens in Washington, District and Columbia. I, uh... I don't have a great feeling about what's happening there. Just people continue to be terrible. I, you know, it's been such a consistent blanket of terribleness along so many institutions that you got to think something will, something good is bound to happen <laughs> eventually. We need to have good stuff happening. Uh, have you gotten your Fauci yet? My Fauci ouchie. Yes, I have not gotten a Fauci ouchie. I don't think I'm eligible. You'll probably be eligible before I will for a Fauci ouchie. Must go by age. 
does, among other th- factors. Tell the people what the Fauci ouchie is. The Fauci ouchie is what you call the shot on Twitter if you're you have the mental capacity of a four year old. So that's you go around and say you got your Fauci ouchie. I I don't like that. Oh, you don't have a text anymore. Nope. You lost your phone. How's that going for you? Um, it's terrible. Two days now. I think it's better for you. I think it's good for me not to have a phone. So Cyril took my phone, walked off, ran out the battery, and left it somewhere in the house. So it's a mystery. I have no phone. It's impossible to do anything about it. How will you tweet out your Fauci-ouchie if you don't have a phone? I know. No more selfies for me. Sometimes I wish I didn't have a phone, but I don't. I need a phone for work, but I, you know... Uh, there's a great picture of Ben Affleck out there. Have you seen him? No, what's wrong? Oh, with you don't Affleck? have Twitter. He's all. It's just Twitter a horrible picture of him just trying to ex, trying to exhale. He's got the, the bunch of Dunkin' Donuts. He looks miserable. <laughs> <He's>, people. <laughs> there's a lot of pictures in the last couple of years of, of Affleck just being totally <laughs> exasperated and destroyed spiritually. He shouldn't have uh, screwed things up with Garner. That's, I know. That's a problem. Right out of Ada Turk's playbook. He had a good thing going. He screwed it up. Mm, I know. I know. <laughs> We're not going to screw it. Do we have anything to talk about else? I'm going to let you. You can just talk. I'm afraid I'm out. Um, I've been talking for a long time today. I don't know. I sent you things earlier today, oh, but it was all Connecticut stuff, I think. Oh. You were, you were doing this stuff. I'm excited for our live stream tomorrow. Um, getting all that going. I don't know what else. I don't know what's in the news. You were doing news today, not me. I was at the store, uh, getting ready for um, getting ready for New Year's Eve. I got um, a shrimp ring for Thomas. Do you know what a shrimp ring is called in French? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Le jeu sont fait. It's called the. It's called literally a shrimp crown. In French. Crown. Yeah. Did you lose a lot of your uh, SAT points in the last few minutes? Possibly. What? Why? I. I you. You seem less generally intelligent now. What are you, you talking should, about? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. No, but I was at the store. I got Thomas shrimp ring, and. Uh, Tom, have you have you extolled the virtues of the market basket rotten section on this no, show? No, I don't previously? want them to use stuff from there. I might have mentioned it. I don't want them to go there. Okay, well, we're going to tell let you in on a secret, but you need to promise us you won't go there. <laughs> not at our market basket. Not at anyway. market basket. Not. I don't want any market basket in Southern New Hampshire or Massachusetts. Don't go there. Also, don't go to the Walmart in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and do this, mm-hmm. or in Plastow, New Hampshire, and do this. The Plasto one's terrible. They can do it in Plasto. I don't like to So care. if you didn't know, there's a rotten section of both of these places mm-hmm. where all of the... Day-old baked goods. Right. Where they have them all. And they're marked down. And they're just from the day before. So if you eat baked goods approximately 15 minutes after they arrive home at your house, which we do, then it's like getting really inexpensive baked goods. It's very exciting. So I was at the Seabrook Walmart today and... Um, they had their rotten section of baked goods, and there were Christmas cupcakes, and the Christmas cupcakes for a dozen, not the mini cupcakes, full-size cupcakes for a dozen full-size the cupcakes. full-sizers? 
Yeah, we're a dollar eighty-seven for twelve full-size cupcakes. That is remarkable. I mean, can't go wrong. That is remarkable. So, so that's the rotten section. You know about it now. <laughs> if you're outside of Massachusetts, New Hampshire, you may go to the rotten section. <laughs> Happy they New belong Year to, to me. <laughs> I am the Ataturk of rotten se- sections. You got that? My goodness. I can't wait for our special Roadhouse Watch video tomorrow, Alice. I don't mm-hmm. think we seem tired at all right now. But tomorrow will be a great new day and a yeah. great new year. Uh, this has been the final episode of the Burn Barrel Podcast of 2020. You can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast, on the Parlor app at Burn Barrel Podcast. You can send us an email. Email your questions for tomorrow, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out our YouTube channel, Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel, where you can watch video episodes, like, and subscribe. Say la vie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.